Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, video game podcast that all the wizards listen to. And so, uh, for the first time, my name is Brian. I'm Amanda. I'm Troy. And I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make fun of you for messing up your name because, yeah. like, is it that's a Jen thing? What are you doing? I was gonna say for the first time, Troy, but then I went back on the Joe, <gasps> so I just said for the Troy. F- <laughs> it almost sounds like a curse word. So it's staying now. Troy. I'm a wizard. You are. And that's messed up. Do you come from the moon? Um, a moon wizard? No. I'm from the sun. I'm a solar wizard. Ooh. Uh, I don't mess with those moon wizard folks. Sorry. We make hard stands here on the sun. Also, could you please pass me a drink? It's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> you can't magic a drink? Oh, right. <laughs> I'm a wizard. <laughs> you are. Got to remember that sometimes. You just got to remember what kind of wizard you are, you know? Right. The magic kind. The what magic kind of wizard kind. are you, Brian? Oh, I mean, I'm probably just like a tree wizard. I can probably just Pretty like good. grow stuff. It's nothing fun. <laughs> just we, like <laughs> we call those gardeners. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I was gonna go druid, but that that's good too. <laughs> gardeners, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Joe? What kind of wizard would you be? The kind that stands in the way and yells, "None shall pass," but dies anyway. Oh. Mm. But then, do you come back? Though? Are you that kind of wizard? Oh, yeah. or do you do you stay? I'm dead? like resurrected okay. wizard, awesomeo. Oh, that sounds like a really good story. Yeah. Huh. It might be. Interesting. Oh, uh. <laughs> I may have heard it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> may want to hear a little more about that later. That's it's a long story. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I have that time. It's a long, long story. <laughs> I have to get back to the sun. He does. The sun I- is also a part of my story. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. glad our people could. Uh, Are you in? A- Are you in the same story? I, I guess so. Maybe, well, I mean, he's a solar wizard. He's in everybody's story. Isn't oh, he? right. Mm-hmm. True. He's like cross dimensional. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he might be in the extended cut. Oh, that's even longer of a story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have time for that today. All right, no problem. What about uh, you, Amanda? What kind of wizard would you be? I feel like I feel like I'd be more of a witch than a wizard, but mm-hmm. uh, if I had to be a wizard, I think I would just be. I think I'd be all about the hats. I think I'd be <laughs> like a haberdasher wizard. <laughs> I, I see you like one of those like concocters wizards, like oh. I have Newt and and uh, that, robot that's a witch. tails. <laughs> <laughs> that's what? what I was thinking. That's a witch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But, you know, maybe you're the kind of wizard that, like, you just do that, but nothing ever happens. <laughs> you're just throwing stuff in a pot, hoping for something. <laughs> just making a stew. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you just taste it every single day. Oh, man, this is still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you don't get any new ingredients. You just, it's just oh. old ones. Yeah. That oh. is a long form oh. stew, days. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. a ramen broth. Yeah, but oh. stew gets better the older it is. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The more coagulated stew gets, usually the better it is. Also, look out for my new improv group called Long Form Stew. <laughs> I like uh, it. We'll be playing down in Miami. I like Come it. by. <laughs> long Form District. Stew. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. also sounds like a gangster name. <laughs> like, like Jimmy Two Jaws and Long Form Stew. What are you doing here, Long Long Form Stew? Hey. Get out of here. Go mix it up somewhere else. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Let's get to now, the, it's ridiculous. Yes, now it's ridiculous. I was a solar wizard. I, you can't even stand on the sun, yet that was okay. But that's what makes you magical. You can stand oh, on the right. sun. Right, magic. I can't yeah, forget it. Forgetting. I'm a horrible wizard. <laughs> what, what we've learned about Brian: magic, not ridiculous. Gangsters, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm white. Yes. <laughs> well, let's get into the games that we've been playing this week. Do 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 do. What are you playing? I would like to say, yesterday we were driving around and uh, the song was on the radio. <laughs> 
And so I waited the entire song until right before it started. And I was like, you know, Joe, I think it's time for us to move on to the next segment. And then it went, do 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 And I was like, what are you playing? That brings me immense joy. It was, it was, I was really happy. I timed it out perfectly. I remembered what verse it was that it happened on. My, my joy comes from you waiting. Oh, I did. The good, like, what, minute and a half before the drum kicks in? It's a lot longer than that. It was a while. I could see he was thinking about something while we were driving. Oh, we're you waited the... too. You oh, I waited because oh. it was the start of the song. You didn't say anything Just... about what you were doing. Nope. No. <laughs> Just turns me on with this red light. What are you playing? <laughs> I was like, all right, Joe. I think it's... And Joe was in the middle of a story too, telling me. Yeah. And then I heard the part that was coming up. I just cut directly in the middle of it. So, Joe, I think it's time to move on to our next segment. <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, I love that. And then oh. I was like, all right. And what were you saying? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was listening. <laughs> yeah, I was listening. I just was waiting. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I need water. I laugh too much. Well, you know, I will start us off then. Uh, I. I always played Destiny 2. Shock. Never I'm heard sure. of it. Nope, never. Uh, I'm, I'm sure our, our, our listeners didn't get enough of it last week. <laughs> For more information, uh, reference our last podcast. Our last podcast. <laughs> A good hour 20 of yes. hardcore Destiny. The entire podcast. <laughs> Uh, I apologize for for those of of you who were not into Destiny last week, but I hope you stuck it out and actually had a good time you with know, us. I think we won them over last week, so I now so. when you're talking about Destiny, they're in, they're oh, caught yeah, up. Everyone's a Destiny fan. Everyone, now. yeah, yeah, we got everyone to be a Destiny. It's fan. true. So and and theoretically, all of our listeners, and every, that means everybody now, yeah, because everyone. everybody's a listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone, yeah. All right, we did some good. We did. Did we get guys. Matt Smith back? No, actually, you're right. No, Matt. Matt yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. You straight up insulted Jenny McCarthy too on the last one. Nobody so. needs her. God, man. I feel like I should be more offended, Harsh. but I don't know who that is. She's an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah. oh good. that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> is that all she does? No, she's uh, really pretty, and she has blonde hair. I think she, she has blonde hair. She's, she's, she's also a guest yeah. judge on The Masked Singer now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But so, is she a singer? No. No, she was like a... Oh, okay. A, a, by the time I had learned her name, she was like an MTV kind of like a... a like a yeah. like a personality, personality. yeah okay. she, okay. she's okay. a she, actress model from from days old and yeah. oh okay, yeah, okay, okay. is doing a lot of different tv shows and promotional stuff and uh, not d- fascinating to yeah. anybody yeah anybody. i was really worried about her I, I, aaron was reading her book and she was telling me about it. i'm like she, wait, she, she what's she, yeah. wait, wait, we don't we don't like science apparently all of a sudden let's get back to games games back to games destiny 2 let's go to moon wizards moon wizards <laughs> Uh, so I've been just trying to knock out quests because my apparently now you can only have certain number of quests and <laughs> I reach that limit very easily now. Oh no! Yeah, you can only have uh, sixty-three quests. Oh wow, <laughs> Brian! Of which, uh, <laughs> of which, uh, what about, are you doing? Of which about forty-eight of them are like those long-form quests oh. that are in the pursuits or whatever. So I'm just trying to knock those out. But those take a while. Yeah. <laughs> So there's so much I dislike about the quest system, right? In <laughs> Destiny, I agree. <laughs> I, I have a bunch. I know I'm never going to finish them, especially the ones that are like beat this raid. But like, part of me is like, I don't want to delete it. Oh, that's <laughs> what, do it. That's exactly what it is. Like most of, like a good half of mine are ones I will probably never do, but I'm just leaving it there in case. Well, you I, never know. I prefer at least those that, that, that give you goals that are just hard to get to. It's the ones that are really obtuse. Yeah, they're like a riddle. And maybe you were halfway to figuring out this riddle, 
But then a couple months pass by. Yeah. <laughs> and now you look at this quest and it's just garbage it's, words. Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. fight the jackal at midnight. And you're like, what? <laughs> what was I doing? Yeah, none of it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time in... What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking a certain coin to a certain location, none yeah. of which you've heard of. Like, I, I, Yeah. Yeah, Destiny is one of those games where you can... Don't don't ever be afraid to just look something up. That's right. one of the first things I do. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm, I don't know where to go. Just type it in. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I don't know. I feel like I don't want it to hold my hand. Agreed. Because I do like the aspect of the discovery mm-hmm. of Destiny. The people who originate, originally figured out those quests before yeah. putting them online. Mm-hmm. But at this point where a majority of the people are just looking up what to do online... Just fucking save me, save me the trouble, <laughs> trouble and just put it in there. I, I like a little bit of both. Like I like... If I have a quest and I don't know what to do, sometimes I'll like go look and see if I can figure something out. And then I feel really proud of myself if like I run past the thing I have to do or I figure it out myself. But I like having the option to to not look it up. Okay, that's true. Agree. Like like I like the ones where it's like, hey, go to IO, which is, you know, one of the you know, one of the places you can go to. Go to IO and go to this one place. It doesn't tell you anything more. It's like, okay, I can I can figure that out. Yeah. Like I, I'll go yeah. there and I'll wander about. If it's like two hours, then screw this. I'm looking, I'm looking it, up. it up. <laughs> but you know, I'll, I'll take my time with it and I'll see if I can figure it out on my own. But if it's other, if it's another one where it's just like, oh ye, who comes to? It's like, oh, no, all right, the I'm just looking yeah. <laughs> Nah, nah, screw that. <laughs> so as yeah, long what, as you're having fun, I am. I am having matters. a whole a whole blast with it still. That's Good. great. And then Iron Banner is also going on. Iron Banana. Iron Banana. It'll, it'll be going on for uh, once this releases tonight and tomorrow. Uh, oh, really? Uh, well, yeah. Be oh, releasing right. Because on... it releases on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, I was like, I need more than two days, Brian. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. We're, okay. we're in the future now. We are. <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah. It. That's Iron Banner is a cool time. It's a PvP and it's a chance to get like really awesome looking loot. Oh, yeah. Oh, the um, armor's so dope. But you got to commit to that week. You have one week to get it. Got one week. And you got to go hard you do. into that PvP. Yeah. So I, that's what I'll be doing this week. Can I join you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Mandy, you want to come? Yeah. Yes. I still have like 15 tokens from last time that I didn't turn in. I wonder if they still work. They do? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Joe, you want to come? I'm going to watch. All this. right. <laughs> yeah. We need a historian. I got you guys. Tell our tales. You are our bard. It is what I do. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. That's what I've been playing. Joe, what did you play? I have went back to Link's Awakening because I decided if if I was going to play The Witcher 3, I had to finish that game first. (laughs) I've just walked around doing everything you could possibly do over and over and over again because I don't want to finish. Last night I was like, all right, I got to finish this. So I'm I'm like two rooms away from the end. And I'm kind of sad about it because it's like, I don't want to go wake up the windfish. I don't want to go have the egg move. I don't want to do it. I just want to play this game forever. It's got to stop. Yeah. It's got to stop. So I think uh, probably after rehearsal tomorrow, that is when uh, I will be finishing Link's Awakening. All right. But The Witcher's nice. exciting. Oh, That's I'm very exciting, happy about yeah. it. I mean, basically, they're the same game. Link's <laughs> Awakening, The Witcher. I mean, tell me, do you have a sword in Link's Awakening? You know what? Do you have I, a sword in The Witcher? Yeah. And you yeah. do fall and die if you fall off of mm-hmm. walls into yeah. holes and things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Would you say there are monsters? There are definitely monsters in, in both. In Link's Awakening, yeah. There's magic. There's magic. Some hunting. Uh, some you know exploration. What? The Witcher doesn't have a boomerang, though. That, I would love a Witcher game in the style of Link's Awakening oh my with goodness. little tiny Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> really a cute little Nendoroid looking yeah. girl. Yes. <laughs> I would play that. <laughs> He's so angry <laughs> and so cute. Crouchy face, little scars. He's so cute. 
But yeah, yeah that's that's basically. I haven't got to play much this week, but that's what I've got to play. Have so. you played The Witcher before? Yes. Okay, so you're and all the DLC and everything. I've never played any of the DLC. <gasps> okay, then, I played then, the game when it came out, and I don't even remember finishing it to be honest. So I, I think I did. I just don't remember it at this point. Right. I can't even remember what system it came out for yesterday <laughs> while we were talking about it. Because had I realized it was a remastered version, was out for the PS4 or, or not remastered, but like they had it's a complete edition. Like a complete edition had already come out for the PS4. I would have bought that a long time ago and just played it on the PS4. But I bought it for the Switch because that's funny. And <laughs> it probably won't look great, but I don't play anything docked on my Switch, so it's not really going to matter much for me. Right, yeah. It would have been on a tiny screen anyway while he plays Destiny. It's fine. <laughs> this is fine. It's fair. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Troy, what about you now? Well, I played a video game this week. Surprise. Ooh. I know. I decided to play at least one. <laughs> um, and this is a game created by the developers Pixel Plus. Uh, it is Concrete Genie, Ooh. a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, it costs around 30 bucks and is worth every single penny nice. uh, that I've spent with it this week. Uh, Joe, imagine that you're a teenager. Okay, go back to those teenage years. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm there. And you lived in a, in a, a fishing town. That was hustling and bustling. You would run back and forth. There was a, there was a friends you would have. Your parents, you know, all over the place. And, and there was a little seal named Cecil that you would like be like, "What's up, Cecil?" And be like, "Rawr, rawr. That's not a. That's I'm not down. A, that's not a seal <laughs> at Cecil all. Cecil and I are friends. Arf, arf. That's yeah. still a dog. No, no, no. Uh, seals sound like dogs. That's I was gonna say they make barking sounds. Yeah, they go. Yeah. They go. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna work on my seal. <laughs> um, and then some like pollution comes in oh, no. and like people start feeling like you start feeling kind of like bad fear, little mistrust, mm. hope starts leaving and it manifests itself with <laughs> as this, these purple vines that overtake the town. The industry is closed. Everybody leaves. You no longer have this beautiful home. Everyone had to move away because the industry is dead. Now it's just a ghost town, but you're a teenager and this happened when you were a kid. So now you're a teenager and you just want to hang out at this place that you had so many fond memories of, except it smells. <laughs> <laughs> and there are bullies everywhere <gasps> just trying to punk you. Mm. Now, eventually, they punk you so bad, they lock you in a haunted lighthouse. And in this haunted lighthouse is a ghost. <laughs> you may hear it now. <laughs> it's possible that could be the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you find this magical paintbrush. And you find an old, old drawing you made when you were a kid in that lighthouse. And so you redraw it on the wall and it comes to life and gives you powers, painting powers. That is the setup for this game. And it is remarkable. It is beautiful in every aspect. Huh. Uh, not only is the story really robust of just the idea of like, you know, things that are lost you can bring back and make new. Mm -hmm. But also in the gameplay. You run around in this game. It's a third person game. And you were given this magical brush that you can go into paint mode and paint on any wall you want. And um, you have a sketchbook of certain things you can draw. Grass, trees. And you move the sensor so that you actually draw these things. But they're nice to you because you don't actually have to draw these things. So <laughs> if it's a tree and it's a beautiful tree with like leaves and all that, instead of having me like actually draw like every leaf or branch, I can just point at the screen and then like paint upwards and then a magical beautiful tree will appear oh, as if cool. I drew it. That's nice. Same thing with apples and vines and icicles and mountains. Um you can just you have this whole world as a canvas to just paint these amazing electrifying like neon uh, paintings on. 
And the whole premise is just to try and bring life back to this place that had been hit so hard by, uh, you know, economy and pollution Mm -hmm. and bad feelings. Yeah. And all while trying to avoid these bullies. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of this game are the creations, the genies. Around town, you find these genies, you bring them back to life, and then you get to, like, decorate them. (laughs) You can put (laughs) horns on them, tails on them, and they kind of look like mini versions of... uh, uh, where the wild things are, oh, those okay. like funky oh, cool. monsters. Yeah. They're like little versions of that. And you like paint them and you're like, that looks good. And then you bring them to life and they get arms and legs and they go, <laughs> and then they want things. Maybe they want an apple. So you paint them an apple. Maybe they want to sit by a fire. So you paint a fire and then they'll warm their hands next to it and they'll be like, thanks. And then they'll help you out throughout the city, push things or puzzle solve and mm-hmm. whatnot. Story is amazing. Gameplay is amazing. The look of it is remarkable, of just the vibrancy of the colors and contrast with the drab of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the story goes places. It, it, it very much could have been just a, uh, you know, all right, everything is bad now, make it good. But they actually <laughs> go very deep with the characters and the bullies and yourself uh, to really kind of flesh out the uh, stereotypes mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Uh, so... Man, like this is, it's not a long game, but it's one of those best case scenarios for quality over, over quantity because mm-hmm. this game doesn't need to be any longer than it was. Yeah. And it was perfect for, for, for what it was. Nice. Um, so yeah, it, a remarkable experience <laughs> and it's in VR. So oh, when, wow. when I, when I get back optional, when I, uh, bust out the VR later this year, maybe I'll put it back in cause I can only imagine, uh, how much more beautiful it will be in a 3d space. Mm-hmm. So it's just like uh, Okami, the teenage years. <laughs> this is modern Okami. Yeah, <laughs> much more angst. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you brought up the paintbrush, I was gonna ask you like, do you strap that to your back and then squirt the pollution with it, like Mario Sunshine style? Like, it's like a, I was waiting for, right. for like like it sounds a lot. At first, it sounds a lot like you know pollution hitting the town. Like it's like oh yeah. wow, it's drab color and it's yeah. like sad. Like until you can wipe all that pollution away. Yeah. It's like whoa. That is uh, pretty similar. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, less uh, less Yoshi vomiting, though. That's good. That yeah. part was weird. I don't know yeah. if that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, I was kind of into it. Yeah, I, yeah that's fine. <laughs> Yoshi's always sick. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> All right, well, cool. That sounds like a pretty awesome game, actually, because I saw you playing it, and I was like, huh, hey, Troy, how is that game? <laughs> you explained it to me yeah. a little bit, and I was like, oh, that does sound really awesome. Because I, I, I'd heard of it. I just never actually watched it or haven't mm-hmm. seen any gameplay of it so yeah it makes you feel like you are a brilliant artist <laughs> <laughs> look at that line i drew it's a tree Woo! <laughs> use your imagination <laughs> well nice nice and then uh, amanda what do you got for us so I, I picked up Apple Arcade last week, so I've been I've been dabbling with a few of the Apple Arcade games, and the one that I played this week was Pilgrims by Amanita Design, uh, and it was super fun. It's like this hand-drawn point-and-click adventure game. It doesn't take very long to get through it, but you can play the same scenes over and over and over again, and make different choices and get different solutions to the puzzles, and it's, and it's super fun. Um, so while I was playing it, 
um I'm, I'm like this little guy and you collect cards so whenever you pick up an item it's a card mm-hmm. so i i helped <laughs> i helped this little devil thing kidnap a priest because he stole <laughs> <laughs> they were playing cards and then uh the devil won so he's like well you have to give me your soul and and there's no dialogue in the game so they're just all like and you do these like little pictograms typical devil so yeah. so like I, I go up to the priest and he's really angry at me and then like i i, I drugged typical him priest. and then i tied him up with rope <laughs> and then dragged him away but the the, <laughs> the the picture of it so like adorable that it's one of those games where like you'll do really horrible things but then it'll just be like kind of cute and like is there a goose in this game as well (laughs) that would be very funny though Uh, I beat up an old woman with a broom. Yikes. Uh, after listening to Troy's game, I realized that this one doesn't uh, paint me in a positive light. <laughs> <laughs> ah, paint. <laughs> ah, uh, and there's a there's a dragon in the game. Ooh. So, um, Wait a second. There's a dragon in the game? There is a dragon in the game. Okay. Ooh, it's a possible, yeah. it's a possible ranking. Yeah. But the cool part of the game is definitely the loop. Is you play it through once and then um, it's not very long, and then uh, they give you a, a button to be like play again, and you're like what? And then you play it again, and you're like oh, I didn't have to do that. I can try doing this, or I try maybe instead of hurting this person, I can try helping them, or maybe instead of being friends with this person, I'll be friends with that other person, mm-hmm. and they'll give me different things and different abilities. And does uh, it seem like every time, like even though you're you're um, replaying the game and doing different decisions, is there like a overarching theme that you're getting from the multiple playthroughs that is coinciding? No, no. No, it's definitely okay. it's definitely simpler than that. Okay, um, and that's not necessarily a detriment to the game. It's it's um, it's good for what it is. Uh, it's fun, and I think the simplicity adds to it rather than takes away from it. Great, nice, nice. Yeah, I was actually curious about that game as well. <laughs> it's definitely worth the sandwiches. Yeah, especially because Apple Arcade is like the best sandwich value for games I found so far, <laughs> which is just like it cost one sandwich, but then they gave me like a bunch of sandwiches, and this was definitely worth like a sandwich on its own. Nice, yeah. nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, good games this week, y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a nice variety from last week. Well, <laughs> yeah, at least three other ones. There was a variety. A variety. <laughs> and we let Joe talk this week. We did. <laughs> Yay. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you did. Just like Destiny, you did spend most of last episode just watching. <laughs> it's really great. I'm yeah. not complaining. I went to edit my own voice and I was like, ooh, this is going to be easy. I like this. <laughs> Well, very cool. So uh, we'll we'll go on to our news segment now. News, 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 news. Yeah, yeah, news. So you know, let's start off since we kind of skipped it last week. Let's start off with some PS Five stuff. PS Five, great title, great, really nailed it. Yeah, you know, I was really thinking it was going to be something else, and then they surprised me. PS Five, subvert the expectations. Yeah, PlayStation Five. Wow. I liked earlier in the week when they weren't confirming the name. We're like, we can't confirm it. And I was like, everyone knows what it is. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that they had ended up coming out with, like, the information, or at least some information for it. And the only reason why they were doing that is because they started sending out dev kits for it that included, <laughs> like, the new controller with the haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, we should probably get ahead of this news. Cause <laughs> <laughs> so so what do we know? What's, what's the release? <clears throat> Uh, so so right now, I think the only thing we really know so far far is that it's going to have a, uh, a SSD drive, mm-hmm. uh, solid state drive, uh, which, which you mentioned is, earlier, which I mentioned a couple podcasts, weeks ago, yeah. uh, which is just a very fast hard drive. It's going to have haptic feedback on its controller. That sounds exciting. Did you yeah. hear about this? You told me about this, mm-hmm. but maybe we should reiterate for the folks at home. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's like 
it's like uh, haptic feedback. So pretty much like if you're if you're uh, in a driving game um, and you're racing, and say half of your car goes off the track and is in the dirt, and the other half is still on the road, you'll be able to feel in your uh, in your hands half of your hands or half half <laughs> of the controller being in the dirt and the other half not being. So it's just going to give you a much more textualized uh, experience with its force feedback. Correct. Yeah, and if you have a switch, they. The switch has haptic feedback as well. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you, you kind of already know what it is. It's just a more advanced vibration. The uh, the new iPhone 11 also haptic. I think is on yes. that they took away 3D touch. It's uh, I think the iPhone 7 was when they added 3D touch. It's mm-hmm. the same thing if you had an iPhone f- 6 and or the new one. I think as well. Okay. I th- think it's haptic. I'm fairly certain. It's it's a haptic, but it's not the same kind. It's a different ah. kind of thing. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think there's that. Uh, what else? What did they announce? Anything else? Uh, or I think it was mainly something about 8K, right? Yeah, I think the yeah, there's non-native support. 8K support yeah, yeah. or something. It's, it was very vague. Yeah, it was very like, now this is never happening. <laughs> <laughs> I did find it funny that they haven't officially released the name of the controller. Yeah, uh, there's been the DualShock, the DualShock Two, the DualShock Three, the DualShock Four, but they haven't released the name <laughs> for the next PlayStation Five controller. It could be anything, so, and they refuse to. They're not. They're yeah. like, you tell us. It could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> what if they don't? What if they like it's the True Shock? It's uh? the, it's, it's the Play Controller. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just called the Untitled Controller and it's just white? <laughs> okay, okay. A little bit of orange, a little tiny bit of orange in one of the corners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the only sound it makes is the honk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is a dedicated honk button on it? <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I can't say I wouldn't buy it. And then we got a little bit more news about uh, Google Stadia. It is launching on November nineteenth. That is all that we got about that. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, the commercials I've seen for it, they're like, you know, sign up now and get to play this game that I've already played, or get this game which I've already played. And not that like, hey, not saying that those games are are not worth playing again, but they're just older games from last year mm-hmm. that like I I, I want to play newer games. Yeah, <laughs> give me something exclusive. But hey, if it gets them enough of a base so that people start developing for Stadia or whatnot, then go for it yeah if it gets some people in kind of like with phone games if it gets some people in who never you know didn't, never wanted to shell off for a console but they have you know a google a google a chromecast um you know this is maybe a way to get them into it and then maybe get them to do console gaming as well i think that i feel like they need to have something original though like yeah. the way that apple did and the way that disney's doing Correct. like they have the stuff that you've seen a lot of times but also they have something new that you haven't seen that you can only see mm-hmm. <laughs> If you get that service, agreed. And I just don't see that with Stadia. Yeah, I don't see because um, I know they are developing it, but there hasn't been anything that's that yeah. they come out with that's just like, oh wow, yeah, I have to get that mm-hmm. on Stadia. The only thing that's drawing me in is like I'm curious about the tech mm-hmm. and how it works. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and it it's also it's kind of bad timing too because a lot of ISPs or internet providers they're now starting to uh, to put uh, caps on your limits. Oh, so yeah. if you go over a certain amount of data, you now have to pay more, you know, per however many gigabytes you go over. And so since this is streaming, you're just going to be using nothing but gigabytes on oh. your internet. Biz. So and I our, don't know. <laughs> our, our internet isn't good enough. I can say like like playing online games is fine mm-hmm. and we'll have dropouts occasionally. But if everything was coming through, the, I don't think ours would be. And we have the best internet we can for our area. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We do. 
That makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. As always, we wish them the best. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I'm just, just because um, I really love this game. Uh, Outer Wilds came out on PS4 on <laughs> October 15th. Not to be confused with Outer Worlds, Correct, which, which is, is coming out in next like year. a week. Uh, next year. Next well, year. Yeah, That's it, what I said. Well, next year on... Uh, <laughs> Next year on, uh, I believe it's uh, some platforms, and I think it's in a couple of weeks for other ones. Right. So okay. it's a time to release. I just can't remember off the top of my head which one's which. Gotcha. But yeah, you're right. Actually, it does come okay. out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but Outer Wilds came out on Tuesday. So okay. pick it up if you haven't played it yet. If you don't He's have a, looking directly at I'm me. I'm looking directly at Troy. <laughs> He's burning his intent into my soul. It's a great game. I have a couple of weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. before the next big game comes out. Yeah, I can make that happen. Yeah, carve out a little time for it. it's worth it. And uh, then also a little a little thing happened with Fortnite. Just a little thing, <laughs> just, a, just a, a little a little blip, just a little blip where yeah. uh, it it wasn't it they had it so it wasn't working for about thirty six hours. Yeah. Uh, you all probably seen it everywhere, but literally they had a live event, which is my favorite thing about Fortnite. Yeah, is is how they do their live events. Like the the big cube appeared and was rolling around, and then like something exploded, like a volcano exploded, like live. Like you had to be in the server to see it. Like that's that's cool. Oh yeah, and only people that were there got to experience that, which is a little bit of a bummer because didn't so many people log in that they had PlayStation Network issues. Or was that after? After. I think that was afterwards, okay. yeah. Okay. This is like leading up to the event. And they told everyone like, hey, this is the end. This is the end. And so every, a lot of people were online. And literally when the time clicked away, the entire screen just kind of like glitched and moved around. And then just like like a toilet just swirled <laughs> into a black hole. And the thing is, even if you were on the menu screen, not in the game itself, oh, if you were just cool. changing your costumes, the wording started changing on your screen. It started glitching around. Things were like happening. And then it swirled around like a toilet and then <laughs> um, turned into the black hole and just stayed that way for like two and a half days yeah it was i think it was 36 hours roughly is what the total time was it was awesome yeah like it, it was really cool because i mean i don't play Fortnite, but i do love watching the videos of, of all the different events and so i watched i watched the menu one uh, like mm-hmm. troy was just saying and it was really cool actually because again it, you're just in a menu you're just waiting <laughs> for stuff and then even then, like something happens in the background, and then it starts sucking up each individual menu item like, at once. And I was like, "Wow, this is really cool, really nice. Like, that was really cool that you guys did that." They deleted their entire uh, Twitter account oh, and that's just funny. posted a picture of the black hole on it. Yep, or in the, all of their content, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. account. Yeah, uh, yeah. They they committed hard oh, yeah. to this uh, this move, which. I can only imagine was just them being like, we got to breathe. Yeah. Give us a day. Yeah. We need one day to put the new thing up, but just a day yeah. to relax. Cause come on, Fortnite. They all so. went on vacation. They all just like, yeah. they just stayed home for a day and took a nap. And they're like, we'll just do this once a year. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, then, and then when you tried to log on though, you would just be the black hole. That's all you would hole. see. Right. Uh, but they actually had a hidden Konami code which in case you don't mm-hmm. know is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. Uh, so if you did that, uh, a mini game would start and you could <laughs> shoot. It was like a little space shooter that was just Aww. really dumb. Uh, <laughs> but like Monday on, because uh, this happened on Sunday during the middle of the day. And so Monday on Twitch, there's just a whole bunch of streamers that were 
just streaming a black hole because <laughs> they're all waiting for something to happen. Cause they never said when the next thing's going right. to happen. They were just like, Oh, you know, stay tuned. Let's see if something happens. It was like at first before they figured out what to do, it was like looking at zombies. Like yeah. literally they just like lost ever, their entire purpose was just like, well, ambling, you know, uh, or yeah, randomly going places like, it was it was really funny until so finally they started just airing old clips of themselves or having like black hole parties yeah. or something. Yeah, it was it was actually because I I watched a couple of those as well and and some of them were pretty funny. Like yeah. uh, there was one 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 of the people I follow. He doesn't even do Fortnite at all, but he was like, you know, I'm gonna get in on this. So <laughs> he made it like um he made a little like on screen thing. He uh, his thing is like a panda. So he had a panda inside of a backpack, and what he was doing was the panda was reaching down inside the backpack, came out with the dollar, and then it, he made it look like he was stuffing it in the black hole. <laughs> and that was just on repeat for about an hour, <laughs> just throwing money into a black hole. <laughs> Only Fortnite can literally turn off their servers. And still have like a lot of viewers. Yeah, or I, think, a lot I, of, I think the total amount of people who are watching on Twitch was like almost a million. Yeah, of concurrent viewers just watching a black hole. <laughs> That's real power. That is. <laughs> they, they said that they had a lot of concerned parents when it happened. Yeah, because uh, they were like, "Wait." I gave my kid money. Like, they had e-currency. What happened to the money that I gave my child? Let's not forget, uh, Fortnite is a free game. Mm -hmm. And it is one of the most highest grossing entities on this planet. That is all parent money. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and, like, they had a... Uh, people were calling up like uh, PlayStation uh, support. People were calling up Nintendo support. People were calling up all the supports because they're like, yo, what's going on with this? My kid is off today and he doesn't have anything to do. Like, <laughs> like what's going on here? So like Nintendo, actually, I think Nintendo and PlayStation both put something on like the front of their support page. Like, hey, if you're calling about Fortnite, this is what's going on. <laughs> but uh, but Tuesday morning, uh, it actually came back up, I think at either 4 or 6 a.m. I can't remember. But it came back up. And if you logged, when you logged on, it started the trailer for Fortnite Chapter 2. Ooh. And so it was showing you the new map. It's a brand new map. Uh, showing you like a little trailer or whatever. And then it just puts you in a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't put you to a menu. It just went, okay, you're in a game. So yeah. then people would just be like, all right, so it's still the trip. Oh, I'm playing. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, and that was upon the first time you log in back in, it would just put you in a game, which I thought that's was fun. pretty great. Yeah. So, yeah. And so a lot of the, the new features that's going on is there's a new map, like I said. Uh, you can now fish in the Ooh, game. I don't know why you would want to do that in the middle of all that death and mayhem, but... They just got me. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite is a very different game than when it started. Oh, it is. Okay. It's, yeah, a, so, it's more like a social club. Yeah, so like, I mean, if you wanted to, you could fish, but you can fish up like... You, you could fish up like uh, weapons. Yeah. You oh, could okay, fish up okay. actual yeah. fish that would heal you or give you shields. Uh, and then uh, you can now carry people. So you can carry either your teammates Aww. or your oh, can- or enemies. <laughs> So if you down someone, you can just carry them into safety and then revive them. Or if it's an enemy, you can carry them up to a high place and just throw them off. <laughs> uh, so and then there's a uh, there's now a, an entire lake. So the shields is like a uh, it's like a fluid or whatever. So if you drink that, you get shields. Yeah. Okay. There's an entire lake that's that shields fluid. What? So if you go into the lake, it starts replenishing your shields. Wow. So it's kind that of must cool. be in a really annoying fight yeah. to have there. <laughs> I agree. So I think that was the I think that was most of the new stuff that I can think of. But yeah. Good on you, Fortnite. Yeah. I don't 
I don't dislike you. <laughs> <laughs> it almost made me think about re-downloading it. <laughs> <laughs> now that you can fish in the game, I think I might do it. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh gotcha. <laughs> fish night. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And then uh, while we're on Fortnite, I got some really big news, guys. What's that? Huge news. Lady Gaga on Twitter asked, what is Fortnite? Oh. We're in a new era. New era. Chapter two has begun. <laughs> has begun. So t- I think uh, she had 207,000 replies. Because... <laughs> It's just people vying for her to see them. You know, hey, look, this is what Fortnite is. Hey, look, this is what Fortnite is. Do you think Fortnite paid Lady Gaga or Lady Gaga paid Fortnite? <laughs> I think Lady Gaga was genuinely just wondering what the hell's going on. You know what? I, I can't. I, I think I, my brain just exploded. That's, yeah. that's like the chicken or the egg. Like, yeah. it, right? which one of them helped the other one out by yeah. talking about it? It's fair. It's like she finally saw like Fortnite trending above her and was yeah. like, Wait, 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 what? what? <laughs> How have I never heard of this person? <laughs> so, so Ninja, the Ninja, yeah. uh, the biggest Fortnite person, uh, responded to her and was like, this is actually a really great tweet. Uh, he actually responded with, call me on the telephone. Uh, I'll give you a million reasons to play you and I. Which are <laughs> all of her, great. you know, a whole bunch of her song titles. So she actually responded to Ninja. Her publicist was like, this one's okay to respond to. <laughs> but she this responded okay. to him with, who are you? <laughs> no, no, oh no, no punctuation. Oh, that's so mean. So there's, oh so there's no question mark. There was no like capital W for who you, who are you? It was just, who are you? <laughs> that's so mean. Because that's, that's, that's a choice. Because yeah. there's a lot of other yeah. you know, yeah. people responding she to her. She doesn't know who any that of those is, people are. No, yeah. someone brought her up to speed. Told her who that is, what it, why it's important, what the whole deal is, and then her response was, "All right, this is a good move," which is a great Gaga move. Oh, it is. That is on brand. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in in on brand fashion for Ninja, he uh, he responded to her with name dropping Drake. <laughs> so uh, so I think that I think that was the last correspondence as of right now between the two of them. So wow. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> wow. And yeah. I agree. Out of all of the. 207,000 people that responded to her. She responds to the one that, you know, is yeah. the Fortnite guy. Yeah, the the his, spokesperson. His probably got a lot more likes or however that works on Twitter. I, I don't do Twitter, so I'm assuming that one got re, we retweeted a whole lot or something. Yeah, maybe. It's probably the numbers that had to do with that. I, I'm assuming. I don't know. Or Twitter. maybe one of her people around her was like, oh, that's the one. It's, it's very possible. Yeah. I just thought that was great. Who it's are you? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so... So yeah, that was that was some fun news. <laughs> and then uh, I think uh, what was it? Analog Pocket was announced, which is in case you guys don't know, is a is a per- pretty much they build hardware in order to perfectly run your old hardware or your old games, I should say. So this is made to run Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. And then with with a cartridge adapter, you can play what was it? Uh, game Gear. Uh, uh, Jaguar, no, not Jaguar. Uh, Game Gear, Neo Geo, Atari, and Lynx. There we go. Yeah, there we go. The Lynx one. So yeah, that just got announced as well, and I think it's going to be like two hundred bucks, which is kind of dear, but it's going to have like a crazy like resolution screen. I think it's a fourteen forty p screen, mm-hmm. uh, which is only three and a half inches big. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be kind of stupid. Uh, but yeah, it, it 
they don't emulate anything. It's actually they build their own hardware and it perfectly runs your old games. It's it's crazy because I feel like if I still had my old games, I'd be like, yeah, I have to buy this so I can play it. But I don't have any of them anymore. <laughs> so I'm not that person. But I feel like if I was that person, this would be uh, just just uh, game changing to be able to be like, oh, I can play everything on this one thing. I don't have to have a bunch of different hardware, a bunch of different pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, Way to see a that. need and fulfill that need. Yeah. Awesome analog pocket. Yeah. Because I th- they've already released like a Sega SG or something like that, or Sega MG. They've released a couple other ones which do already do that, but it's with those specific systems. So this is something for you know for the your the handheld crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was just announced. And then uh, Amanda, we had some CD Projekt Red news. Yes, th- this made me very excited. Is the the um, the CEO of CD Projekt Red came out to say that there will be no microtransactions in Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, he was quoted saying something like, uh, none of our players like microtransactions, so why would anyone do that? <laughs> 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 which, which was amazing to hear from, a, from an executive. Uh, he was like, I can see how that would make a lot of money. He's like, but we, uh, we want to be true to our fan base, and they don't like that type of thing. So we'll probably do one big DLC expansion, but we won't do the microtransactions. Yeah, they're like, we're going to get $20 all at once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay if that game's more expensive than other games. I yeah. feel like they're packing it with so much that to only get it for 60 bucks seems like not fair, <laughs> which is why I get microtransactions generally. It's mm-hmm. like games cost a lot of money to make, and they're not making it from And we haven't raised the price of games in a while. In a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I, but not that it has to be a standard, but I feel like their game could cost more money, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm fine with that too. Like I'm even fine with I'm fine with microtransactions as well in in games if they're cosmetic, or if they're right. like little maybe story bits. But I don't like it when they like purposely withhold withhold something from your game, and then you like day one there's DLC or something for it. It's like right. just include that with the game. <laughs> like you know if if you're if you release a game then you go you know what this did pretty well I'm gonna de- I'm gonna develop develop some more stuff for it and then three months down the line hey you want to pay me an extra five ten bucks. Here's some wasn't extra it, stuff we worked on. Wasn't it Mass Effect 3 or 2 that had a, a DLC, uh, a character uh, for the pre-order that you wasn't in your game if you didn't get that pre-order, that DLC? And it was like instrumental to the plot. Yeah. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine the game without that character. Yeah, there was that. And then there was another game. I forget which one it was, but it actually shipped with a DLC on it. So when you purchased it on the store... It was a uh, one kilobyte download, which was just to unlock it in your game. Was it Asura's Wrath? It might have that been. had the ending? Yeah I, yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was just one of the games where it was like, okay. hey, pay us five or ten bucks and you can unlock this. You know, or, you know, you can you can get in an entirely new s- uh, story mode. Mm-hmm. But it's, it was already on the disc. You guys are <laughs> just paying to unlock it. That, that to me, I don't like. Because that's yeah. just like, just include it with your game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah. All right. Well, good on CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. And on the Cyberpunk 2077. And then uh, now our last bit of news. Uh, as we mentioned last podcast, there's a little bit of Blizzard uh, China stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it, has, it has evolved a little bit more. Oh. And, uh, just a little bit more. And, and in case you guys don't know, uh, it all started with a player called Blizz Chung. He, was, he won a Hearth, uh, Hearthstone Grandmasters tournament. So during the exit or during the winner's interview... Um, he started saying, being being supportive for the Hong Kong protests that are mm-hmm. going on in China because he lives in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and he was you know just hey you know support them, and the the two casters at the at the time like 
duck their heads down below their their screens. They let him finish, and then they they like cut to commercial basically. And Blizzard, I think, kind of over overreacted mm-hmm. a little bit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. By they, so they what they did was they took away all of his prize winnings. They banned him for a year, and I was like, all right, that's that's kind of harsh. You know, I don't. I don't like that. But then for the casters, they just fired them. And I was like, yo, they didn't, they didn't do anything though. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I thought it overstepped. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah so th- this spawned a, a, a whole you know, movement online yep. uh, where a lot of people were calling for uh, boycotts from Blizzard. And even uh, employees were walking out, uh, employees of Blizzard were walking out and kind of just gathering to just stop working, you know, just, just to, Kind of, you know, show their their thoughts or their feelings on the situation. Yeah, um, and uh, it's been it's been a, a rough couple of weeks for for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all around and uh, in, situa- yeah. in and all then, situations. Yeah, and like you said, some employees walked out, and then even before then, though, uh, so Blizzard has a statue out front that has their twelve characteristics or their their twelve tenets of their company, and so uh, people showed up to work. And on that statue, people had covered up two of them, which mm. was think globally and every voice matters. Mm. Yeah. They covered it up with, with pieces of paper and tape. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> if your employees are doing that, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And then, so now Blizzard has come back and they're like, no, well, China's not, China's not the one that, that made us do it. We just... We just studied it on our own. The rules were there. Yeah, the rules were there, but the rules that they were following are kind of subjective. Mm-hmm. It's they can apply that to anyone, anytime, anywhere. It seems and, like, and how they, um, I guess, uh, have consequences for those rules. Correct. Are, yeah, are, are subjective. Yeah. So since then, they have given him the prize winnings back, and they reduced his, his his suspension to six months, and they also reduced the commentators to six months as well. Right. Which again, I still don't. I don't understand the commentators at all. They had nothing well, to do with it. I think I think the implication is that it was their job to cut it off as soon as he started talking. Agreed. And, the, it and may they be in their chose contract. not to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I understand that. Uh, but I think what he said was eight words. It was just, it was just, you know. I don't think it was how much he said. I think it was what he said. What he said, said yeah. And um, no, with, without going into too, too much, we do, um, uh, the company that I work for does a little bit of business in China. Mm-hmm. And so I know just a little bit. And granted, I am in no way an expert. No, but, none of us um, are. <laughs> but I think, and he even alluded to it in his statement afterwards. He's like, mm-hmm. I, not only did I do I believe in this, but I, I took great personal risk to do this. Yeah. And I think it's because what he said uh, is in that gray area of Chinese law where they're allowed freedom of speech, but not necessarily, they can't necessarily say everything. Yeah. So I think that's why this particular comment was so controversial is because China, the Chinese government definitely doesn't agree that Hong Kong is its own unique state. And they exactly. Don't want that to happen. And then like, this is in this gray legal area. So Overwatch, I mean, Blizzard's in a weird place. And then like, uh, I, I don't know. It, it seems yeah. super, super complicated. But I can say that that out of all of the things that I watched, uh, Blishchung, uh, for being such, such a young person, it handled everything just like elegantly and beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> like he got all of his prize money taken away and, and they interviewed him and he's like, no, I understand what they did. And I didn't, 
I think this is more important than the prize money and like I, I wouldn't take back what I did but I mm-hmm. understand Blizzard stands and I support them yeah and then when they gave it back he was like well thank you and I very much appreciate everything you were doing like never once was he like boycott yeah. Blizzard. he was like no, I understand and, mm-hmm. and I was like he's obviously a, a, a big Hearthstone fan right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he's a grandmaster so he won a grandmaster tournament and uh, and it, it wasn't just what he said he was also wearing the protesters get up which yeah, was a mask, gas mask yeah. yeah mask and yeah. and goggles so yeah uh, it, well, it, it, this has had long-lasting complications because they they canceled a overwatch uh event at, at uh, nintendo hq in in new york because mm-hmm. they were going right, to have a, yeah. an overwatch event on wednesday uh with uh, some of the some of the voice actors but they completely ended up canceling it because of this hmm. I, yeah, yeah i i'm yeah. I'm feeling weird about this because, like, on one side, I was like, I want to be super supportive of freedom of speech. But mm-hmm. on the other side, I was like, I feel like I hope everyone who's boycotting Blizzard is also doing something to support Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, and not just being like, let's just boycott this video game company because I read part of this article mm-hmm. uh, and being like, well, no, just take that energy into actually making freedom of speech change. Because, like, even even if this if this is a problem, it's a, it's a China problem and not necessarily a, a Blizzard problem. But um yeah. Hopefully some, some good stuff will come out of it. Yeah. Uh, they even shut down uh, Blizzard's subreddit. Uh, Blizzard sh- subreddit shut down for, I think, like a week or so. And just no- nobody could do anything. You couldn't read. You couldn't do anything on it. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see where this goes, especially because Blizz- BlizzCon's coming up next month. Yeah. yeah I can't. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I can't even imagine, like, if, if I worked at Blizzard today, like, what would I do to make this better? And mm-hmm. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Like, even, even them being like, hey, we reversed it. We realized we were wrong. We just put out a statement. Like, what are you, you going to do? Because yeah. the internet's just on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, internet's on fire. Uh, Bl- like I said, BlizzCon's coming up next month, which they were probably going to announce um, Diablo 4 and some other games <sighs> at, possibly even Overwatch 2. So, like, if they were and say they still do, you know, all the developers that are going to be on stage are going to be taking questions from people and they're probably just going to want it to be about the game, but it's most likely not going to be. <laughs> and that's happening everywhere though. The yeah. NBA is also, yeah. getting, Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, it, it's on the topic. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's what's happening. Yeah. So you got to <laughs> deal with it. I, I got to say blizzard was on fire, uh, until they released the video of Zenyatta stretching and then they, and then it calmed down just a little bit. Oh, they were yeah. like, we're really, angry. Oh, that's so cool. Did you guys see that? No, no, no we're still really angry. Yeah. <laughs> this is Overwatch. This isn't Hearthstone. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll see where this goes. You know, we'll, we'll, if anything else happens, that's major. We'll, we'll cover it in, in future episodes. So, so yeah. And now, uh, that's it for the news. You know, Joe, Yeah, I was uh, babysitting my niece uh, earlier this week, and I decided to make some breakfast. So I was making an omelet, right? So I put a little bit of cheese in there. It was nice and zesty. I got a, a couple of uh, sautéed mushrooms, got that in there as well, you know, a little bit of green peppers. But I, I, I was missing an ingredient, something that was, um, I don't know, something that, that definitely had, like, punch you with some flavor, the good kind of punch it sounds like a a western (laughs) omelet like it's missing yeah it was uh, missing something yeah yeah something meaty like the hmm. yeah i needed something maybe a little salty something i can't put my my finger on it maybe some like uh some like tasty sausage or something yeah something tasty but not sausage though yeah yeah no 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 meat for this no meat for this western okay yeah yeah i mean there's something tasty though yeah yeah definitely something that has some weight to it yeah i don't know what though uh maybe something like yeah how about you mandy oh is it like a 
tasty topic. This is the best. So uh, this week, Manda, you have our tasty topic, correct? I, I do. I thought it would be fun to talk a bit about uh, about video games and um, um, they. Whenever people talk about the the positive impacts of video games, one of the things that they always touch on is the creativity that's allowed in video games, is that kind of allow you to be imaginative and creative. Um, so I thought we'd go around the room and talk a bit about um, something creative that you've done uh, inspired by video games, whether you've created something in a video game or uh, created something because of a video game. Like, how have you let your artistic or creative flair fly with uh, video games in mind? Nice. I mean, this may be kind of uh, basic, <laughs> but um, I remember I may have been in high school, but I was probably in college. <laughs> oh, like I think for my for my own uh, pride, I want to say I was in high school, but I don't think I was. Um, I wrote a fan fiction, <laughs> nice, based on um, the Tekken universe, you Ooh, know, right. with the Mishimas and the. Is, is that the one Paul with the Phoenix? grandpa that throws people mm-hmm, in volcanoes? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the one. That's the one. But it wasn't just enough. I wasn't I, anyone can just make a Tekken fan fanfic. I wanted to combine it with another fighting game that was called Bloody Roar. Ooh, I loved that game series. <laughs> One of my favorites. That Bloody Roar is a great time. game. It's so good. Oh. You turn into animals and you grrr. It's great. At them. What, was King a prominent person in this fanfic? No. Oh, boom. Oh. No. Sorry, man. Yeah. Get out, get on my fanfic. Get, write your own fanfic. Just saying, King's. You know, he has an animal head sometimes. <laughs> uh, Paul Phoenix was the main character. Okay. It was two main characters. Paul Phoenix was the Tekken side of things. And the idea was two stories happening at the same time. And then elements from the other franchises would mix in. So it was like a Tekken story with Paul Phoenix and then a uh, Bloody Roar story with uh, Gado, who was the the lion, uh, the guy who turns into a lion. And then um, and uh, then they would have elements from either game kind of fall into to them. And then they would all come together at one point. Okay. I never finished writing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had aspirations. How many, how many pages did you get in? Um, Man... I would say maybe close to 50. So, you know, that, that to me, that's finished. <laughs> it was two stories. It's too long. No, 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 man. <laughs> how, you how don't many, know the scope of where I was going. I had every character. How, how, many do you, how many pages do you think it would have been at the end of this? I don't know, man. Um, hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds, hundreds. It would have been a full book. Wow. I say. <laughs> 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 I would go to bed sleeping about this. I would wake up and do it. It was yeah. a very fun time in high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really funny. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Amanda, how about you? Um, I, went, I went back and forth about what, what was the coolest thing that I've done. And I couldn't think of, like, I couldn't decide. So I decided to talk about something I've done recently. Is during Dragon Quest Builders, uh, one of the achievements is to build a room underground. So you dra- you just dig as deep as you can. And then when you can't dig any for- further, you have to build a room with a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I built a hotel with an indoor swimming pool and, and a little minecart ride. <laughs> like this <laughs> underground amusement park. Uh, and uh, it was it was brilliant. It was, I spent... <laughs> so long just under the ground <laughs> like nothing to do with the game nothing to do with achievements and every time i'd walk i'd be like oh but what if what if i put more flowers in the lobby what if i made a flower arrangement in the center of the lobby so when they come in and like the characters don't go down there because it's too far away from like objectives mm-hmm. so it was just it was just me under the ground making out dead it was cool <laughs> it was really cool. there was a wa- you got in because there was a waterfall 
uh, and then you you the uh, it was like okay above the ground there was a pool mm-hmm. and then uh, in the middle of the pool was a hole and it was just just the size of a person and then you dipped down and you went all the way down a waterfall and then splashed into a, a, a the the pool under the ground and then you can walk into the Ooh. hotel it was it was mm-hmm. it was cool I would nice. stay there yeah that's cool yeah like how much would you charge for that. For that, oh, that experience! Oh yeah, my like that gosh. experience, that room. Like, how much? How much a night would you charge? Uh you know what? You know, what? everyone can come. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. No, no, no. I don't want children there. A thousand dollars. Oh, so it's gonna be the Star Wars Resort. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, Mandy, my favorite thing that you've created inspired by video games are the Witcher Renaissance costumes. Oh, I did do that. Ooh. That's a much better one. They're really good. I feel ashamed that this was my topic and I didn't think of that. <laughs> like, I thought of that and then uh, and eventually I was like, wait, I didn't make those. <laughs> uh, I made Troy the Ursine armor from Witcher 3 and I made me the cat armor for Witcher 3 so we can tool around the Renfest as... Uh as Witcher characters. Nice. I have the the the, the amulet, uh-huh. the Witcher amulet as well. Oh, it's my favorite. It's my nice. favorite costume. It's so good. That's pretty. That's pretty nerdy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for myself, uh, besides me just creating games, because I do love to create myself a game. Uh, in game, probably the the most creative slash nerdy thing I've done is there's a game called APB Reloaded, mm-hmm. and it's a just a shooting game you know it's uh, but you either choose one side or the other so you can either choose the cops or or the bad guys and so but it's a kind of like an open world kind of like a planet side type of thing where it's a giant giant map you drop in and you'll be whoever's around you you can kill you know the cops or you can help out your friends and you know rob places or whatever but inside that game they had a a um I don't know, like a music making thing. So you can, you could create music or at the very, when you respawn or when you die, uh, you can, you can play like a little tune. Like it's like three seconds long, roughly. Uh, but you had to, there was nothing that was already created in there. You had to create it yourself or buy it from somebody else. And so when I was in there, I was like, man, I would really love some Final Fantasy stuff going on in this. <laughs> I, uh, I should let me you know, let me let me search on the auction site. Let me search, you know, on, on on the play site. Let me see if somebody already created it. Nobody did. So I was like, all right. Well, I guess I gotta start to create it. <laughs> and so you you create it by you have a bunch of different instruments, but you have to create it note by note, and wow. you know to the beats. So I ended up looking up piano music Aww. to Final Fantasy, like the dun da dun da dun da 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 da. You know, no, that's not that's not Final Fantasy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Thanks for the victory theme. Yes, thank you. Nice summon, Joe. Summon Joe for that one. I did. My my wires got crossed on that one. But yeah, it was like that and a couple other sounds. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to create these. I looked up the sheet music. I went into there. I created it all. Went you know put all that stuff in there, and then I sold it. And I made I made a lot of money in that game. Seriously? Oh, in yeah, because yeah, game. in game, in oh. game, because you can sell it to other players yeah. on the auction house, and so you ju- but you just sell a copy of it, so you Ooh. still have the original, but you know, so they can't they can't create copies off of that. They can only use that and then and then have it. So That's I made cool a mechanic. whole bunch of money in that game. That's actually how I made almost all my money in that game, <laughs> as I was creating. Just random, stupid, like Final Fantasy sounds. Uh, I think I created a couple. 
oh, I, I think I did. I think I did do a couple of Zelda sounds, uh, a couple of anime sounds as well. Just a bunch of just random three second things, not actual full on orchestral stuff, because that actually is sold for less. <laughs> and I created way more because you, when you die, you hear that a lot more often than yeah. than than you know just background stuff. So, yeah, that's the nerdiest thing I did, and I am not a. I'm not a musician. I mean, <laughs> I played the drums, which is not a musician. Uh, Dang. Well, <laughs> just, are musicians. They're totally. Thank you. Troy, we almost lost our drummers right Tro- there. Troy played the drums. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm with you. I, I played the xylophone as well. but I wouldn't call myself a drummer, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself a musician because okay. I myself didn't really learn the craft as much. Okay. So let me go that way. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, I don't have any musical tonality or intuition of it but i looked it up and i was like oh somebody else already did this let me just copy this (laughs) nice so that's what i did that was my 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 nerdiest thing that i've done inside of something and then joe it's very difficult to decide on one thing Uh that i've ever done that was like so nerdy that was from video games two come to mind though when luigi's mansion came out oh man three come to mind first thing (laughs) luigi's mansion came out i built one of the uh, poltergeist 3000s like out of like Aww. random stuff in my house, like cardboard, <laughs> duct tape, the whole nine yards. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And my mom was like, what are you doing with all those parts? I used to have parts for everything. Like I used to just build stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. It did not work. It was a broken old vacuum. <laughs> but I was like parading around like it was a Ghostbuster pack. And I was going to like, like, I don't, you know, and I was far too old for for that kind of ridiculousness. You're but never I, too old. I was I hadn't I had insomnia, so like I would just be up just doing stupid 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 things. So that was one of the first things that came to mind was like, "Oh, I did but I did build that. I was very excited about it when I built it too." And I was like, "Look at this great thing." And like a week later, I was like, "I don't care anymore." <laughs> um, I used to make clothing in Animal Crossing. Like I would oh, make yeah. like like the the shirt the t-shirts that I wore in real life and the nerdy like superhero costumes and stuff from comic books, I would make them in Animal Crossing. And like we would go back and forth to friends' houses, and we would all trade each other's stuff. Like Brian That's used right. to make Tate shirts. Yeah, I was about to say, actually, I made the, yeah, the shirt that you're the shirt wearing, that I'm right, wearing now. right now. <laughs> Brian made an Animal Crossing from in his town, and I took it from his town, and it was great. Um, but I think the the thing I'm most proud of though is something that I do with everybody here at the table. Uh, I I get to help make and create pieces of the Three Thousand Brigade shows, and I do a lot of the sound design, and the, especially with the first. Well, actually, not thinking about. It, I think I, I'm the only person who probably does the sound in the show. Yeah, but. <laughs> I like to make mixes of different pieces of music and I add in lots and lots and lots of ridiculous video game sounds and they're from <laughs> all over all video games and all places and I really really appreciate getting to make music and, and put the show together so that my friends can act it out because they're amazing and, <laughs> and I think that's probably like the most nerdy thing that I do but yes. I also am the manager of a comic shop so I mean like really <laughs> like who's gonna judge me on that one the comic shop is not you know part of games though no no yes. it's true but I'm like I, I'm a super nerd so like, I'm a nerd in my professional life <laughs> so like what I do and outside of it is I, I mix a lot of music I mix a lot of video game music into other video game music with video game sound effects <laughs> yeah, on real music <laughs> With some video game characters in them. I do. On it's, stage. it's ridiculous. But I am most proud of the 3000 Brigade. I, being part of that and being able to make that come to life in my own, like my little part of it is, it is very fun. 
I love it. Yeah. It's funny. Until you mentioned it, I was like, that doesn't count. I was like, oh, that totally counts. Right? <laughs> That's exactly what my question I, was. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, it really doesn't count, does it? I'm like, no, I, I mix lots of video game music for that. I think it does count. That's all about video games. Yeah. And, oh, I guess for our guests at home that have never heard of the 3000 Brigade is we do a, a live action stage show at uh, local Florida conventions uh, with uh, fighting and combat and dancing and uh, it's, it's silliness. And everyone at the table is a, is a member of that. Correct. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the Brigadiers. That's right. Been doing this forever. It's it's great. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. So uh yeah, I like it. I like it, Joe. Nice answer. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Good answer. All right. Well, uh nice tasty topic there, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. And now that brings us to our last segment. Do, 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 do. It's the dragon of the week. Yeah, don't you freak. It's the dragon of the week. It'll take a tweak for the dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to shine a little spotlight on industry professionals uh, who make the games that we play and talk about every week. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Or contribute uh, to the games we talk about. Absolutely. And uh, this week, I believe it is you, Troy, that has our dragon of the week two weeks in a row. I know. Coming through. (laughs) Double feature creature. Um, So uh, I'm going with the dragon of the week. I don't think we've had a dragon of the week like this before. This is going to be the first. Yeah. Uh, just now I mentioned, you know, people who make games. This person does not make games. Oh. <laughs> Blasphemous. I know, I know, I know. I'm uh, going to shine a little love on some journalism Ooh. and uh, talk about one of my favorite journalists of all time, uh, Jeff Gersman. Uh, Jeff Gersman is a uh, journalist uh, who got a start uh, back in the 90s with the original GameSpot when it was video GameSpot. That's right. <laughs> <At> the time. <laughs> um, and uh, he started there and quickly rose to become more prominent in the, the ranks there until he was finally uh, uh, one of the editor-in-chiefs. Um, and that was, uh, for me personally, when I kind of got into uh, games entertainment outside of video games. I've always loved video games growing up. I've always enjoyed playing them, but I never always had access to them as a kid because I don't own the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently my parents think we need like a new dishwasher or something. <laughs> Whatever, mom. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but luckily, in the late 90s, early 2000s, the internet was really starting to pick up with the type of content you could put on there. It was not just weird chat rooms. <laughs> I mean, that was still there. It, but was. it wasn't just weird exactly. chat rooms. Uh, and so I, I got turned onto the site um, GameFAQs, which was a, a place I would go to to learn Marvel versus Capcom moves because there's nowhere else to look at that time for me. I didn't have money to even buy magazines to tell me <laughs> that stuff. So I would go there and um, that website was uh, was a sister website to GameSpot. And so I eventually clicked on some link. <laughs> <laughs> Something caught my eventually to get me out of you know FAQs for games and game guides into actual just entertainment content information about games. And all of a sudden I felt this hole filled and that hole was all of these games I didn't know exist or that I didn't have access to play. I could now read about other people playing them, mm-hmm. read reviews. I learned about E3 through this game site, about just games coverage and, um, and game developers and game writers. Like I got to learn so much more. It really it took me to the next level of my, uh, of my video game appreciation and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Gerson was a main part of that team that was working in those early days at GameSpot. Uh, eventually, he rose yeah, to become one of the main head honchos there um, until one day in uh, 2007, um, uh, he reviewed a game and um, was fired. <laughs> <laughs> 
was straight up fired from yeah, his place. I remember this, yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of controversy over why he was fired, and no one really knew, and he couldn't talk about it because of lawyer stuff. But eventually, it was able to come out what, hap- what happened. Uh, Kane Lynch 2 came out, and um, he reviewed it and didn't give it a favorable review. They had just gotten new executives at GameSpot, uh, who, with their marketing team, was heavily pushing that game on their website. So the publishing from once, the marketing from from uh, Kane Lynch was like, what are you doing? We paid you a bunch of money. Uh, how are you giving this game not a good score? Mm-hmm. Pressure, pressure, pressure. And uh, the new executives kind of looked at Jeff and said, you're out. Yep. Uh, okay, so I think he gave the game like a 46 out of 100 or something like that. And then that like, great. yeah, that was like featured prominently, you know, on the website, right. but then all around it is just <laughs> Kane and Lynch two like banner ads. It's a, I think the entire website was completely converted over to yeah. Kane and Lynch like, two. Get ready. Get it's ready. It's going to blow Kane your Lynch. mind. That's right. Coming out Tuesday or whatever it is. And then it's just like 4.5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, Oh, Oh. <laughs> so they kind of brought him into a room and was like, Hey, you got to change the score. And he was like, ah, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, and then, what they did is what they did. Yep. So this is a guy who's been dedicated to games. He's been to every E3 ever. He's mm-hmm. been going. To, he's been involved in video games since he was like 16 years old. And now the, his dream job of being on a video game website and and starting things like a podcast yeah. before a podcast was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> starting things um, like like radio shows, TV shows. They started doing um, video segments where they would have people play games like who who's gonna watch people play games <laughs> you know they were kind of on the forefront of video technology and on the internet so mm-hmm. now he's without a job and about a year goes by and he finally decides he's got to do something and so he pretty much rallies his uh, a bunch of friends from uh GameSpot who were kind of also you know big players there and they didn't like the way things went with him and they rallied together to create their own website called giantbomb.com uh which came out in 2008 and from there, he had a pretty much, he was in charge now. He's the boss. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the thing that I, I'm very much into that website. But the things that I do like about it that they've done is they've kind of taken a look at journalism with games and reexamined the way that, I guess, modern times would. Instead of looking at this 10-point system like Metacritic and being like, I don't know, is this like a 7.5 or an 8? Like, how do you like iterate that? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. He pretty much was like, knock it, five five-point system. Mm-hmm. E- each point... What do you if you can tell it you can write it or mm-hmm. if it's going to go with your personality? Okay. And he was very much on trying to uh, perpetuate the idea that the number doesn't matter. It's getting to know the people behind the numbers, getting to know the journalists. So if I, I get to know you know Jeffrey well, so then I know when he reviews things, I know what perspective he's coming from, and then I know based on his views what my views are, and I get a really good sense of whether or not I would enjoy that it, game. It's mm-hmm. great when you watch videos and you're like, oh, he likes it, I won't like it. If he if he likes it, <laughs> yeah. I won't like yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> which is much better than just like a three or a seven or right. an eight. Like I don't know what that means. Yeah, getting getting some random journalist to to review this, you know, but we don't know who that person is, so we don't even know if we we agree with them or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so he kind of you know pushed that button and and really started putting content for it to get to know the journalists on his website more mm-hmm. he also brought in the community he created a whole wiki site it's the how i get it's how i get all the dragons every week yeah is uh the community there pretty much looked up every dragon they could find and then put a link to it so that you could if you just type in dragons you'll have every video game of dragons ever been in. <laughs> you're giving away your secrets here Troy. <laughs> oh man oh man um uh, they also started uh, what they call Quick Looks, which um, was the progenitor of what you would call Let's Plays, mm-hmm. which is the progenitor of streaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. We're going to sit and we're going we're gonna to play a game and we're going to talk over it and you're going to watch mm-hmm. and have fun. 
uh, they were they were kind of the pioneers in that. And there's been a few magazine articles out that you, you can find that that kind of give them like, you know credit for kind of being on the forefront of that mm-hmm. of that uh, form of entertainment. And so yeah, that's all kind of this website and and, and his kind of uh, you know brainchild that uh, that that spawned from. Um, and so, yeah, so, uh, because of that way of, of trying to put, um, the journalists into the reviews so that you get a better understanding, uh, putting forward uh, technology so that video is so critical into content, but also, um, relaying what a video game is. Um, and also just being really entertaining and just He's very uh, funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just a fun dude, fun all around dude. Yeah. And you, you probably, everybody who is listening to this knows what giant bomb is, even if they don't. Because if you have seen uh, Blinking Guy, <laughs> that is from a Giant Bomb video. <laughs> and the reason why it's, his face is so blown up is because that's that was his video feed. That's how big yeah. his video feed was on the screen. It, it, it was his take. It was it his was, take it was, on it. Was it. His take. it was blink, blink, what? <laughs> yeah. And so somebody yeah. took that off of that video yeah. and now the rest is history. Yeah. Blink, <laughs> blinking white guy, also known as Drew Scanlon. Yeah. It's, from, uh, it's part of the Giant Bomb family. Um, and, and yeah, so it's a site that I still go to and it, it always boggles my mind. And I'm so happy that, that Mandy has been able to get to know uh, the, the cast of characters from that website because it's literally something that I've been listening to since I was 16. Now, the names have changed, but like Jeff and like the core people that are there, mm-hmm. I've been listening to since I was 16, since I actually was in high school. <laughs> you know, when I was writing that fanfic. Yeah. Just same, same year, same exact year. Um, and and it, sometimes it really boggles me when I really think that now I'm in my 30s and I've just been kind of with this group of people um, since then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really inspires me uh, to, to dig more into games, inspired me to be on this podcast right now. Um, and it inspires me to uh, kind of just, you know, think more about my hobbies. <laughs> and, it, and it's beautiful when you meet another person who also listens to Giant Bomb. You're like, oh, I was watching this thing with it. And they're like, oh, Giant Bomb? And I was like, yeah. And it's like you're instantly that person's best <laughs> yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know about that? Fantastic. <laughs> you take, you share, like, uh, share glances and then just nod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Troy, I mean, I know this is about, uh, about your, your dragon, but, Troy also has a yearly review oh, on Giant Bomb. That is true. That, that is true. That covers all of his games, movies, mm-hmm. TV shows, and music that That's he has right. listened and played for the entire year. Yeah. I, I date it, and I rate it, and I write a little blurb on it, and I, I put it all together into one super long list. Yeah. And uh, Giant Bomb also has like a little, uh, this is more like an advertisement. Gosh. It's a good um, <laughs> Has a, like, you know, a nice little uh, blog feature so I can uh, have my own blog on there. And so, yeah, every year, it's a, it's a very long uh, end, uh, you know, December 25th to the 31st is a very long week for me. Yeah. <laughs> putting that list together, but it's worth it. I read it every year. I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I actually look forward I do. to that. Yeah. I feel like I got a good format with it now. You do. You gonna, do. And you stick with it. You always make sure you text me when you post it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to it now. <laughs> I try to only involve people that I think will, would involve it, would enjoy it. But yeah. Yeah. No, go for it. I was just going to say, because it is a list. It, it is. is. It is. An entire year. Yeah. I call it a diary. Make, my feel, make myself feel better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> about how much time I, I've spent with all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it, it all com- kind of comes, you know, from from just a uh, 
in, 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 in desperation and creativity comes uh, brilliance. And mm-hmm. this is something that Jeff Grissom has made, not just with the website, but also in just the way he carries himself. Like, he's just a cool dude. I, he just feels like someone that I would hang out with already, <laughs> like a lot of our friends. And <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of the most charming factors about, uh, about him. So, uh, yeah, hats off for uh, giving me a lot of years of entertainment <laughs> and uh, good journalism. Yeah. Well, hats off to you. Hats Indeed. off to you. Yep, yep. And I also want to thank you because we have Troy now because of you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good Dragon of the Week. And uh, again, unfortunately, that, that leads us to the end of our episode. Noises. Yeah. As always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends or 3000 Brigade. Yeah. You can find us online on uh, the everything. That's right. Check us out on Twitter for some, uh, you know, minute by minute uh, views on things that are going on during the week. And also on Instagram where we have a couple features that you can check in with. Uh, Ranking of Dragons, our quest to rank every video game dragon in video game history. And this week in gaming history, I look back on the week in gaming history. Wow. Explains itself. (laughs) It does. Um, As well as other fun videos and uh, tidbits. So yeah, the, the fun doesn't stop here. That's right. That's right. And then uh, if you would like to get a link to Troy's lists, uh, just ask us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He'll send you one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good you put it on our website. Yeah, we could do that as well. Yeah. It's a great. Or make idea. your own list. Huh? Ah, Who wants to make a list? Send us a list. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, so very good. Very good. And then you can also find us online at uh, tasterdragons.com for all that Dot fun com. stuff. Yeah. And then we have our sister podcast, which is uh, Tater Talk, the mm-hmm. Tate's Comics website. And more. And more podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed listening to last week's podcast. I was able to watch. The, I had to stop halfway through, go watch Joker, and then finish it uh, afterwards. So so I'll have, I'll have some words. Ooh, some words. All right. I'm, sure, all right. I'm excited. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. But I am, I am enjoying your podcast. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, as always, my name is Brian. Amanda. I'm Troy. And that's Joe. And I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to move my watch away from the microphone. It started buzzing. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's creating content, Joe. We're fine. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was this week's ep- uh, episode. Have a and great week, wait, everyone. Wait, and oh. we are your Taste, Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. All, right. All right. I like it. That worked out much better <laughs> than expected. Yeah. Well played, I meant, everyone. I meant to do that at the beginning that's when okay. we first say our yeah. name. That's fine. <laughs> Did we forget to do that? Oh, yeah. We only did it once, and it was magical. No. Did we forget to introduce ourselves in the beginning? Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) We did it again. We went directly from the... (laughs) Well, none of us noticed, though. Not until we started doing it again, and then Brian looked at me, and I was like, Uh oh, Oh, I'm second. Why don't I already know that? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, we'll check the tape. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe, maybe we did. Maybe we did. Who knows? Oh, yeah. My memory's not good. If you good. guys want, we can do it right now, and then I'm going to still leave this part in the show, <laughs> and then but I'll plug it into some the front. Of it. Some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, for the first time, my name is Brian. Amanda. I'm Troy. And I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make fun of you for messing up your name because, yeah. like, is it that's I, a Jen thing? What are you doing? I was going to say for the first time, Troy, but then I went back on the Joe, <gasps> so I just said for the f- <laughs> Troy. <laughs> It's funny. It almost sounds like a curse word. So it's staying now. Troy, my Joe. name sounds like a curse word. No, the, 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 okay the F that. sound. Yeah. It's funny. You know what's going to even better? 
uh, Joe's going to insert this at the beginning of the episode. And then when yeah. people get to the end of the episode, they're like, what are you talking about? That's at the beginning. And then it's going to be the exact same thing at the end. <laughs> loop, loop, loop. What is this, a Tarantino movie? It is. It's, it's a blooper. <laughs> it's a blooper. Okay. My favorite Tarantino movie, Looper. Looper. <laughs> Did he make that movie? No, he no. didn't. Nope. <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't remember that movie looking like a Tarantino movie. No, there were far less N-words in that, <laughs> in that movie. They're the cursing in general. So, yeah. <laughs> Can't be Tarantino. All right, well. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>